0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the NBA DFS Today podcast by Sports Ethos. I am your host Keith Cork and I am here to break down a small little tiny (laughs) four game slate here for you guys. uh, For your Saturday. Happy Saturday. You made it through another week. Enjoy your weekend. And uh, let's watch some basketball together. These are some good games. uh, Some interesting games at least. And uh, so it should be a fun, fun night. I am of course recording this well in advance of the slate opening, probably about uh, nearly 24 hours. so uh, things are sure to change between now and then. There is one team, the Boston Celtics, on a back to back. and I do expect them to well at least have some people questionable going into this one. I mean they're they're gonna play the Raptors uh, on Saturday. So um, not easy. I expect uh, some, some news to happen there. Anyways, so this is an early look. Make sure you do get the DFS Pass, SportsEthos.com. Uh, DFS Pass, five bucks a month, and you can go ahead and get access to my thoughts all the way up until tip-off or any of the other people that are in the DFS division. Okay, anyways, let's talk about these games here. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks and Orlando Magic. Um, I don't believe we have any lines yet. You know, We might as well just skip the lines. Cause it's just too early for any of that, honestly. So let's go team by team here. Let's talk about the Bucks. Uh Yeah, I mean, you know, Lillard is questionable, I believe, in this one. If he is indeed ruled out, ultimately, I think there's no way in heck I'm not going to Giannis Antetokounmpo. Again, on a four-game slate at 11 K. k not too expensive that, you know, he's significantly over the rest of the guys on the slate that are highly priced. And the ability, definitely the ability to break the slate, you know. If he can put up another game, Uh, I didn't even look at the last game, but he put up a monster game, obviously 71 DK points in that last one. Uh, You get something like that again, there's just no overcoming it. So, you know, especially in cash, I think he's just locked him in. Everyone's going to own him. He's going to be like 80% owned. (laughs) Something ridiculous. And uh, and that's fine. But uh, we don't know that yet. Dame is still questionable. So we'll see how that all pans out. Um, Another guy I am looking at here uh, is, you know, potentially... Uh, Bobby Portis at 5,300. Um, that's another team I'm, I'm kind of curious, or another guy I'm kind of curious about after he saw uh, some minutes there. Uh, I'm just double checking, just like making sure I'm not going crazy. Okay, yeah, they are not playing tonight, um, but they are, uh, but they are playing tomorrow on Saturday. I get, it's confusing sometimes. Sorry guys. Uh, anyways, <laughs> he did get 24 minutes. Uh, In that last game, and he posted a a, you know 11.8 boards to assist a block a steal. Um, But what's what's jumping out to me about him is the shot attempts, 11 and 14 the last two. Uh, And the Bucks, uh, you know, are going to need guys like him to definitely step up, Uh, especially you know if there is no Dane Millard. Of course, that would be another you know reason. I would definitely roster Bobby Portis. It seems the fullards out. It kind of uh, raises all ships, which makes sense. you know, even Middleton had a somewhat nice game. I don't know his DK points were, but uh, 27.5. So, you know, a decent game. Uh, still wouldn't go to him either, though, at 6,100. Uh, if Villard is out, campaign at 4,700. Uh, I mean, you're, you're running into Suggs and um, Markel Fultz. And, you know, I'm just not in love with that play, honestly. Even if, uh, so if Fullard's out, you know, campaign, probably not even somebody I'm honestly considering. I might get him in a lineup. Um just to see or if he does end up fitting. I might begrudgingly slide him in there. Um, but yeah. Not looking at him too much. On the other side of Orlando. Um, not super interested in those uh, top guys. Paulo Vincaro and Franz Wagner. Seems like their pricing is pretty legit. It seems fair to me. Doesn't Nothing stands out. If you land on one of those two guys against Milwaukee. I have no problem with it. I don't think it's necessarily a you know, plus matchup or anything like that for them. Um, so... You know any one of those guys, either of those guys are pretty capable of going off, so I'm not like opposed to any of them. I don't think I ended up with anybody uh, so far in the lineup for Orlando, um, to be honest with you guys. But you know, Marco Foles at 5300 definitely stands out as a you know, solid play. Uh, Suggs has been going off the rails. I feel like his ownership is going to be pretty high with that being the case. Um, he just had so many defensive stats in the last one, and as we all know, so he had six steals. As we all know, defensive stats are just something... He only had four combined steals and blocks the last two games, so it's just not something you can count on with regularity. There's a lot of variance there with, with you know how, how deflections happen. He also shot 7, seven of 10 from the field. So, Jalen uh, Suggs has not been known. Four or five from the three-point line. He's not been known to be a shooter uh, in his career thus far. So, fluky feels like to me, but I get it. 5500 The price is still nice. I really don't mind it, honestly. So, all that crap I talked earlier, you can't just ignore it, but I think, um, you know, it is something to consider for sure. So, Fultz, Suggs, um, don't really want calling the theme with those other guys back. Uh, Goku Patadze at 5100, definitely someone I'd be considering as well that would be in my player pool. Um, typically, when teams go against the Bucks, I like to have the center on the opposing team. They have good games because they're needed out there for their size to try to combat Giannis attacking the rim. And, um, you know, especially if Dame Lillard is out, I don't have him in my lineup right now, but I'll probably either slip in uh, Patadze or the guy that I did end up with here, which is uh, Mo Wagner. And the reason I end up with Mo Wagner is because uh, he quite simply he just qualifies uh, as a forward. Um, but he's 4,900. He's only 200 less. I feel like this is the pivot quite obviously off of Gogo Patadze who people uh, who have the same insights as me probably will, will have. So it's a little bit of a pivot on a pivot, and maybe you don't need to go that far, if that makes sense. So either of those guys, though, uh, Batadze or Mo Wagner, they're still hitting pretty decent value uh, game over game without uh, Wendell Carter Jr. in the lineup. So I'm not worried. I'm okay with either of those guys. Um, That's really it. I mean, there's some interesting names here at the end. Obviously, Jonathan Isaac, let's just address that because he has been playing... Uh, Well, in the limited minutes he's been getting, but you know, it's just I don't roster guys that get you know 12 minutes a game. It's just you are begging for them to do nothing. I mean, he did what do you have 1.5 DK points uh, on the 4th of uh, November? So that was two games ago against the Lakers in 11 minutes. I mean, you're just begging for a line like that. (laughs) So I just I'm not going to go there. I know the permanent stuff is great. Once he starts getting minutes, yeah, let's start smashing that guy. But I'm just just not going to go there right now. Okay, Toronto at Boston. Uh, Boston, like I said, is on a back to back. So i might even going like, to touch on Boston. Just skip that. It's none of it's going to be relevant again, probably in 24 hours, or so uh, or 22, whatever it is. But uh, either way, I'm just going to skip it for now. Toronto Raptors. Though let's talk about it. I did end up in the earlier a uh, rendition of this lineup that I had made, uh, ended up with Dennis Schroeder. He is an interesting guy here, a guy that's probably going to go overlooked, a guy that people... It's not that we haven't caught on yet. He's been having a great season so far, but it's just that it's hard to believe with how not great he was the previous like one to two seasons. And not that he was bad. I mean, I've always been kind of a Dennis Schroeder, you know, not a believer. I just I, just, I thought he was an okay player. Like, he's definitely a little underrated and been underrated his whole career. But, um but i did I didn't expect this, and I don't know many people who did it's the assist rate is really what's jumping out here. It's just crazy off the walls and then scoring uh which he's done before he did an o k c that I'm not you know I wouldn't have put money on him doing it again, but it's not like out of the realm of possibility but it's it's the assist rate i mean it's i don't even need to look it up uh, I'm sure it is i'll maybe I'll look it up after the show, but it's got to be higher the highest of his career um so anyways, ended getting tons of minutes um and he, he's, you know, he's a guy I've overlooked uh, so far, uh, no doubt. And so I want to get in on that uh, action. But 6400 is, is his price tag now. Um, and I still think it's fair for what he's been doing. Not going to go to Bonds. Not going to go to Siakam up against Celtics. Uh, now, of course, injuries on the Celtics side or people come, sitting out of back-to-back is going to change that calculus. So, uh, again, get that DFS pass. We'll be able to fill you guys in. Uh, Jakob Pertl at $5,900 uh, also intrigues me a bit here um, for no other reason than just the pricing seems very fair. Uh, it is a, you know, it's a back-to-back for Boston. Maybe, I don't know. I'll have to think about that a little bit more. He's just he's sticking out to me right now at $5,900, um, and I don't have a good reason for it. So there you go. Full disclosure there. Um, excuse me. And that's really it on the Toronto side. I mean, I really don't like to play people against Boston in general. So, you know, I think the one guy I would definitely, you know, seriously consider is, is Schroeder for sure uh, in that game. But again, my mind will change between now and, and when it tips off because something will have happened. Okay, Miami at Atlanta. Uh, Miami. We've got Tyler Hero uh, out. Obviously, that's the biggest news there, so there's quite a bit here that I do like. Um, it's probably not going to surprise you guys if you've been listening to the show for a while now. Uh, but yeah, let me just go ahead and just pop out with it. Uh, Josh Richardson at 4,800 is definitely... Uh, I'm not going to call him a lock because we've seen him produce uh, no, you know, nothing lines and minutes so far this season, which does give me some concern. But he is a guy I am definitely looking at. Uh, Kyle Lowry is going to be the guy that everybody looks at, and I get it. He just had a big game. I think he's about as dependable as Josh Richardson at this point in his career. I I mean, am I crazy there? I don't know. I wish I had a co-host at this point in time so I could just say, hey, and by the way, if you want to co-host, if you are interested in doing DFS, reach out to me at, e- at Ethos Keith. I would love to have you guys uh, on and, and helping out here. But uh, yeah, I just don't know if I can trust Lowry. He's burned me so many times in the past. Um, ultimately, he's only 5,700 and we shouldn't let that weigh into our choices, but I just, I do, I can't, I can't buy. I mean, I definitely can't buy a fifty-point line. He's not doing that again. Um, you know, the game before that, he played thirty-three minutes and had twenty DK points. I mean, just if the shots not falling, it's just the 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 line's not there, and, and so it's just too much risk. I think at fifty-seven hundred, if use like forty-seven hundred, if was, like fifty-two hundred, like even fifty-three hundred. Maybe even uh, on this particular site based on what else is out there. Uh, yeah, maybe I'm more amenable to that. But I like Josh Richardson at 4,800. That's that's what I'm going to try to uh, get in as kind of a, a little bit of a hero replacement. Because I do think you'll have those games where he does step up. And I'll just take the, the, you know, less price to minimize my risk a little bit there. Um, But that's really it. I mean, on the Heat side, uh, you know, Butler's 8,300. Now I just, no um you know i i don't see anything else you know you can really trust on this uh and, and i you know i'm saying play josh richardson so you know it's hard to even trust that um so you know everything below that is even more untrustworthy so i'm, I'm not into it trey young uh sorry atlanta hawks trey young, i'm looking at his name here 9400 is his price tag uh he's going against his heat squad Starting to play pretty well. Shots start, start start to drop. Um, you know, pretty predictable that that was going to turn around at some point. Um, ninety four hundred. You know, I think he's he's a fine play. I'm not uh, in love with it. You know, it's a it's a four game slate, so you can't get too choosy here. Uh, you know, if uh, Deems ruled in, and I'm not for sure locking in Giannis, I could see myself going to some Trey Young uh, against this man heat team. Um, they're going to use offense absolutely beat that Miami squad so I I, you know anytime Trey takes the floor he does have the ability to put up a really nice ceiling game for us so uh 65 DK points that last one that was only six less than the 71 uh that Giannis put up so that's just that's crazy um yeah I like me some Trey Young um let me see here nobody else on Atlanta really sticks out to me to be honest with you guys Uh, oh actually no I'm sorry there's one guy he's currently actually there's two guys sorry my bad i'm looking at the player pool not my lineup where i have them stashed away to specifically talk about them way to go uh jalen johnson 6200 i do uh, this kid just continues to produce um you really can't beat that production i mean he's gotten 42.75 45 34.75 dk points in the last three games uh and two of those were wins so you know He's a nice, He's special talent. This kid has been really popping off in the you know, and he's just getting better and better as the year progresses. Already, um, definitely, a lot of people slept on this kid. Uh, they're going to be talking about him more and more, you know, a month, two months down the road. Um, you know, but us, the, the people that are following this, the DFS players, the people that are fantasy players, the people following this day to day, definitely know um, this kid has been been pretty special for them so uh yeah i think 6200 definitely a fair price tag for you know probably a, a 30 dk point you know uh floor which i mean it's not gonna sink you and he's got all that upside where he can put up a, a, a 45 or 50 dk point and I, I i wouldn't put it past him as he continues to get some confidence in him so 6200 i think it's for jalen johnson definitely definitely doable uh bogdan bogdanovich uh also uh, 4,600, still not, you know, I played him last one and I'm still not off of him here. Um, his price only rose 200. He had a nice game in the last one, eleven from the field, three of six from beyond the arc, been on fire recently, had a couple of good games in a row. Um, you know, he's getting, the minutes are there, 27, 28, 29. Uh, you know, they were in the low twenties earlier, but, uh, being against Miami Heat, I think they're going to need his offense as well. You need to put the offense out there for the Hawks. I mean, you're not gonna beat them in a defensive game. So uh I do like be some bogged and Bogdanovich as well. Last game of the night is the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors. And uh, why is Darius Garland sixty nine hundred dollars? I just don't you know, let's start there. Um I like Urias Garland sixty nine hundred dollars um I don't understand why he's that cheap. I, I mean he hasn't impressed this season so far but you know Thirty-five, basically DK points, the last two games in a row. I'll I'll take that at sixty-nine hundred. I mean, you know, he we do know that he can play better than that too. Or I don't know, maybe the defense starts to double team, you know, Donovan Mitchell or get the ball out of his hands in some way. I mean, once some usage falls to him, he's gonna be blasting away that that price tag, but. You know, right now it is Donovan Mitchell's team. I mean, Donovan Mitchell has been taking all the shots, um, but but they've also been losing games. That's the key thing here um, to kind of be aware of. And you know, I mean, I'm not saying that they're going to take away everything from Donovan Mitchell, um, but you know, Darius Garland probably deserves a little bit more usage there. Uh, they're sitting on a record of three and five, I believe, on the season. Yeah, three and five, and uh, you know, they definitely want to be higher than that. They definitely think they're better, and, and I think yeah, we should all expect them to be better than that. So, so maybe Garland gets a little bit more usage. Um, other than that, you know, for the Cleveland side, um, not not seeing a whole lot, honestly. Um, now that you know people are back, Max Struce is not nearly as attractive and uh, even when he was he didn't really come through for us as often as i would have hoped so no big deal there uh okay and then the warrior side um you know not seeing anything i'm also super into on this side but it's early and things may open up as i have some more observations and, and things like that but you know, I would love to do a, a Sar or Kaminga play, but $4,900, forty nine hundred, forty seven hundred, those price tags are just prohibitive. I can't really get that in with you know the stars and, and such. I want to play. Um, Andrew Wiggins at fifty one hundred does stick out to me because he's so low, and we know you know in the past he's he's done uh, great things. But the thing is, this season it's his role's been different, and it's definitely been diminished. So uh, you can't really trust Wiggins here. Um, you know, Looney. It's a tough matchup with two, you know, really capable bigs in Jared Allen and, and uh, Evan Mobley. Yeah, I, I, you know, Draymond Green, I guess, would probably be the guy also of those, you know, top guys um, that would stick out to me as well, just because we've seen him have big games in the past. Um, and you know, the 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 Warriors may need him to create a little bit more with Cleveland being a really strong defensive team. So. That's kind of uh, my takeaway there, but I am not feeling that strong enough about it to play it. So that's kind of where I stand there. Anywho, I appreciate you guys hanging with me and talking some DFS through a four-game slate, and I would also appreciate it if you would go and follow at Ethos DFS, And hey, uh, also share this pod with anybody that you think may enjoy it. Um, would love to reach some more ears and would love to uh, get some feedback as well if you guys want to leave a little review and let us know how we're doing. I would love to see that as well. So until next time, I am Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at at ethoskeith. And you can also follow the show at at ethosdfs. And hey, until next time, go get that money.